get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Get ready for winter driving at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers with super deals on tires, including up to $200 on new Goodyear tires, plus oil changes, brakes, batteries, and more. For value and savings, click on gotodobbs.com today. That's Alex Ferrario. He's Tanner Hendrickson. I'm Brandon Kylie. Happy to go out to the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line. Zach Silver is the new Cardinals beat writer for Cardinals.com. He's joining us here on 101 ESPN. Zach, appreciate the time, man. Congratulations on the new gig. How you doing today? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Doing well. Thanks for having me. The pleasure's all mine. Absolutely. So let's start with this. Um, what's a little bit of your background for Cardinals fans that are reading you for the first time? They are hearing you on the show for the first time. What What's your background? How did you end up with Cardinals.com? Tell us a little bit about yourself, man. Yeah, so I'm, uh, I'm originally from the Washington, D.C. area, uh, from Maryland, right outside. Very proud Marylander. Um, and uh, I've been working for MLB for a couple of years now as a college intern. Uh, for two summers, and then this past uh, year, I started working um, as a reporter-producer hybrid in the D.C. Baltimore area, um, and we've had a lot of turnover, unfortunately, just a lot of budget cuts, and that's opened up uh, some different roles, um, and the Cardinals role opened up, so I've been you know, working at D.C. Baltimore primarily, but now I'm really excited to, to get out to St. Louis and uh, and work, uh, work, for, the cards, work now, for the Cards. Now, Zach, I was doing some investigative research. Now, correct me if I'm wrong here. Are you a, a Cornell grad? Indeed, indeed I am. Okay, so so every time we talk, and we're going to be talking a lot, I don't know if you're a fan of The Office, but every time we get you on, I'm going to say, <laughs> Cornell, ever heard of it? Yeah, well, as, as when I was there, that was always super popular. Uh, Andy actually gave a commencement speech a few years before I graduated, so it's, it's kind of uh, <laughs> definitely something that, you know, every time it's on Twitter or anything that is mentioned, it's always the first <laughs> gift that I get in my mentions. We're talking to Zach Silver, new Cardinals beat writer for MLB.com. All right, Zach, so let's let's talk a little bit about this Cardinals team. You came in at a fairly interesting time. Um, <laughs> there's been some frustrations, as I'm sure you have heard, over the last few years about the Cardinals not making that big move, and now they go and acquire, you know, uh, the Great White Buffalo and Nolan Arenado. <laughs> what was your reaction to the news, and how do you think it changes the complexion of this lineup? Well, my reaction was I didn't have much time to have a reaction because it was quite literally the first day that I started on the gig. <laughs> so that was uh, quite the welcome from uh, from Mo. He he really wanted to make sure that I knew what I was getting myself into. Uh, no, I mean it's you know it's, it's what what the fan base has been waiting for, right? I mean you know Paul Goldschmidt a few years ago was kind of along this tenor, but it still felt like the team needed one more punch in the lineup. Uh, if you I mean if you look at the team from last year, you know Goldie did play very well, but he he could have used a little bit more protection behind him and. That was what it was. You know, the pitching the pitching held its own last year, even through all the pauses, even through the outbreak. The pitching, you know, did did perform where it needed to perform. Um, but it, it was a bat that was kind of what everyone was clamoring for all off season, and 
Yeah, I remember where I was when I first saw Ken Rosenthal, Ken Rosenthal uh, tweet that they were, you know, giving putting some interest into Arnado. And now that we've learned that it's been, you know, years in the making, their interest in him. So, yeah, I think it was a, a necessary move, um, especially with the, you see the Dodgers um, continuing to to ramp up, and they they still seem like a team to beat. But you know, you're not the Cardinals wouldn't even be in that conversation with them if it weren't for an acquisition like an Arenado. All right, Zach. So, so for the time that, that you have been working for MLB, and I'm assuming you're a huge baseball fan in itself, what was the outside perspective of this Cardinals team before you joined the beat? What's the outside look from your thoughts on this Cardinals squad? Well, I'd be lying if I uh, if I didn't come up, you know, knowing about Cardinals Devil Magic or best fans in baseball, all those <laughs> refrains. I mean, every year you get a guy like Tommy Edmond who steps up and he's the imposing space doesn't know about it. and uh, you know just just a name like that who kind of comes out of nowhere. I mean, the Cards do such a great job of developing their homegrown talent. Um, today on the website, we actually are listing the top five Cardinals homegrown draft picks, and you know you just look through some of the names on that list, and there's so many great names that could be on it. There's a uh, uh, Hall of Famer in Ted Simmons, and two likely on the way in Yachty and and Albert. So there's you know there's just so much about so much that the Cardinals do that a lot of clubs are trying to catch up and doing. They they trade well for talent like with Arenado and Goldschmidt and Lou Brock and a lot of other icons, and they do very well drafting. It's just a very well-rounded franchise that doesn't really seem to have too many faults. Are you going back down to spring training this year? I will be. Yeah, I'll be there uh, next weekend for a full squad report. What's the number one thing you're watching for? I'm really interested in the outfield because, you know, when they traded Dexter to, to L.A., that was kind of a move. I mean, that's a move that gives these young guys the, the, a formal, you know, this is your time. You know, Dylan Carlson, right field is yours to lose. You know, Harrison and, and um, uh, Tyler O'Neill, you know, these are your positions. There's not really going to be any more competition for you guys, at least from the surface level. Now, you will have Justin Williams or Austin Dean who could compete for playing time. But without anyone really of stature or history to, to compete with these guys, you know, they're putting a lot of stock into the offense that these guys can produce. And, you know, Dylan obviously has only had one year, not even a full year under his belt. So you don't really put much stock into how he, you know, his, maybe his struggles or just his adjustments last year. But Harrison Bader, Tyler O'Neill, these are guys that have had a few more years under their belt. And the cards are really going to be putting a lot of stock into seeing these guys step up offensively. You know, even with an Arenado, they need, they need some production from their outfield. Um, to make sure that just up and down the lineup, it's going to be a constant threat. And you have other guys who are coming off you know, disappointing seasons, and you can call that an aberration with how short and how crazy the year was. But yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see if uh, the outfield is a trade deadline move that they might make or just how those young guys. I mean, Harrison Bader is only 26. He needs to be the oldest guy in the outfield. That's, that's what I'm looking for. All right, Zach, one thing you'll have to know, because you're going to be coming on with us a lot this season, my guy BK is the president of the Harrison Bader and Dylan Carlson fan club. Are you <laughs> as high on these two guys as my guy BK is? Now, to be clear, Zach, I, I want to clarify here, because that makes it seem like I think that Harrison Bader is going to be like a 300 hitter with he 30 does. homers. <laughs> I think he's fine for what he is. I think he's miscast as a guy that people expect more than what he should be. Uh, he's a 250 hitter, gets on base at a decent clip, but plays gold glove defense. And on a contender where he's batting ninth in the lineup every day, I think that's perfectly fine. Just to clarify as to what my expectations are for him. <laughs> oh yeah, no. If, if that's if that's what your if that's what your um, role for him is, that's cer- certainly you know doable. That's certainly you know if you get that out of him, that's that's more than uh, sufficient. Just with all the other threats up and down the lineup, but. You know, when you when you're kind of making him into that role, you also need a Paul DeJong, Paul DeYoung and a and a Tommy Edmond to kind of step back up after their you know tough last seasons. And you know, obviously, like I said, that those are you know you can cast those off as kind of crazy years. 
Um, Dylan Carlson, I do think is, you know, last year was such a short time for him, and it was just so crazy with the pause in the middle of the season for the team. Um, but, I mean, his his knowledge of the of the batter's box, of, of the strike zone and his just poise in the batter's box, I think, was really on display last year. And, and you know, you look at Juan Soto on the Nationals, just he's incredibly adept in the batter's box. And it, I think that's kind of, you know, I'm not going to comp them. I think that's a little, little much at the moment. But I think. I don't know. That's what I heard. <laughs> BK already <laughs> is. Don't worry, buddy. <laughs> those skills are just, those translate well into just being able to, um, you know, find some success over time. Zach Silver is the new Cardinals beat writer for MLB.com. You can check out his work over at Cardinals.com and also at his uh, name on Twitter, at Zach Silver, Z-A-C-H Silver. Zach, last question that I've got for you. Um, There was the news over the weekend that Jack Flaherty won his arbitration case against the Cardinals. He's going to get that $3.9 million salary going into 2021. I, you have a little bit more of an outside perspective on this than than we do as as people who have talked about Jack over the years. What is your th- opinion on Jack Flaherty going into this upcoming year? What what are your expectations for him? Well, I think I think his expect my expectations for him are probably lower than whatever his expectations are for himself. Just because I think he really sets a high bar for himself. You know, I'm sure last season, as tough as it was, I mean, you know. That's kind of what we've what I've been saying with all these guys. It, it was tough years for a lot of players. So what I'm interested in is to see how a lot of these guys are coming back from down years and can respond to that. Um, but I think he is, you know, an incredibly diligent worker, and I mean, he's he's a great personality. I mean, we need a lot more guys with his personality. Not I don't know if you saw his um, uh, his the gifts he tweeted on yeah. put on Twitter after he won his arbitration case. But you know, just this guy's a little bit more flair and a little bit more. Um, you know, personality and, and are able to kind of take a lighter side of things, um, I think is, you know, great to have, you know, you, you see your Tatis and guys who are not too shy to, to put their personality out there. And I think it's important that we give, you know, guys like that the backing. Um, but, you know, that does come, you know, when you put yourself out there, that does come with expectations and that comes with, you know, if you can talk to talk, you got to walk the walk. But I think that so far in his career, he's definitely walked the walk. And I know that in 2021, it's just going to be refining what he had in the, in the two years prior to this past season. Zach, final one that I've got for you. Looking at this this National League at a whole, you know, the Dodgers and Padres are on their own echelon going into this season. Do you view this Cardinals team kind of the same as the Braves and the Mets and the Nationals, or do you view them lower than those teams? Um, I wouldn't put them lower than those teams. i put them pretty on par. I mean, the NL Central... As a, as a whole, was it was just a, a tough go in 2020. I mean, the Cards were one of the lower teams as far as runs per game, but that was still good enough for second in the NL Central. So I think I think in a certain way, you do have to put some NL Central team. You have to give a little bit more slack to the NL East teams, just or a little bit more credit to the NL East teams, just because of you know the the sheer amount of talent. I mean, you saw how many, how long it took the Cards to make a major league move, and how you know few moves the rest of the NL Central has made. Um, so I and I'm what I'm interested to see is now that the season is back to a normal schedule where you know the cards are playing teams in the west and the east again and you're going to get a lot less uh, just interdivisional competition you'll you'll get a lot more um, you know equal playing field so to speak um, so I, I would probably put the I think the Braves are a little underrated I know that the projections have them pretty low but I think they're going to you know I, I think the division is still theirs to lose. Um, yeah, but I'd maybe put them maybe a half peg below the Braves and but you know, still above the Mets and the Nationals for sure.
He's Zach Silver, Cardinals beat writer for MLB.com. Find his work over at Cardinals.com. You can also give him a follow on Twitter. You're going to want to do that throughout this Cardinals season at Zach Silver, Z-A-C-H Silver. Zach, always appreciate the time, man. Looking forward to having you around to cover this team. And uh, hopefully next time that we're able to talk with you, we can talk to you about what your thoughts are on St. Louis style pizza and gooey butter cake and toasted wraps and all of the sorts. Sounds good. I look forward to getting some of the barbecue out there, too. Heck, yeah, absolutely. That's Zach Silver joining us here on 101 ESPN. Certainly looking forward to his coverage on this team.